Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Peace, everyone, and welcome to the Edible Activist Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa L. Jones, broadcasting live from the lobby of The Line, D.C. This podcast is where dynamic people of color in the food and agricultural space share their personal food journeys, passions, and perspectives that stem from the land, all exemplifying the spirit of activism in their own edible way. Let's get started. Peace, everyone, and welcome to the Edible Activist Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa L. Jones, broadcasting live from the lobby of the line DC here on Full Service Radio. So for today's show, Reflections of the Land. You heard that right. Pardon me, guys. So... As the host of this show and having curated over 50 episodes um, to date, with the help of some amazing guest co-hosts, I really don't get to share my reflections too much. Um, I'm always reflecting after each episode and um, always reflecting whenever I leave a conference or I'm just in dialogue with someone, but I don't really get to share all of that. So um, we're going to do that today and we're going to take some time to just share my thoughts, actually our thoughts, because I'm joined here with my guest co-host who is no stranger to the studio, Jeremy Carey, a.k.a. Jay. (laughs) <laughs> AKA Veggie Promo. Correct, correct. <laughs> Always a pleasure. So Jay and I have literally been shoulder to shoulder the last few um, weeks at a couple conferences um, around agriculture, farming, and food here in D.C. and New York City, and we pulled a lot from mm-hmm, from those sure. experiences, yeah, and definitely. we shared a lot sitting right next yeah, to each other. Yeah. A lot of truth telling, a yeah. lot of yeah, right, you know, a lot of hmm, deep thought. Yeah, for sure, most definitely. <laughs> and you know, Jay, I. I definitely consider you a man of thought. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. And you all, you always have some really great perspectives. Respect. And so um, today we're just going to share our reflections. And land has been a very, I don't even want to call it a hot topic, but it has been a significant topic mm-hmm. um, for, in, to the edible, with, with the Edible Activist podcast and, um, in the conferences that we attended most recently articles that we've been reading um, about land ownership stuff that's happening right in our backyard and um, the more I the deeper I get into my work all of this is so very personal Mm -hmm. and so today these are my personal thoughts yeah yeah for sure today these are Jeremy's personal thoughts yeah and you can fight us if you want, but there are <laughs> thoughts and our perspectives, and that's just that. <laughs> oh, for sure. I keep that thing on me. It, it's probably like a, a machete for the guard, but yeah, we got it though. Uh-oh, right. Uh-huh. The Farming Ninja. Yeah, Y'all hello. need to go peep that episode hello. out. <laughs> farming Ninja. So um, what is land to me? All right. I, was, I would ask you that question, Jeremy. I'm uh-huh. going to ask you next, but it's me first. It's yeah, for show. sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> my show. And... Um, 
the last conference that we attended, mm-hmm. which was Bugs, the mm-hmm. Black Urban Farmer and Growing Conference, or if I'm bashing that up, I will get the name right in just a moment, um, which was dynamic. And um, the word ecology came up mm-hmm. in ecology and, and the, de- the definition of home and where you've been called to. And um, when we talk about land and we talk about land ownership, to me, it's it is home. Mm-hmm. Where is my heart? Where are my roots? And um, I joke because a lot of people, you know, you were famous for asking people like, you know, where are you from? It's, it's normal. Right. You yeah, know, no, it's just this is what to. we do. You yeah. have to. You're like, where are you from? Where are you, where were you raised? Where'd you grow up? Right. And I always say this is my spill. You know, I grew up in Maryland. I am from Mississippi. Correct. I was not raised in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. My birth certificate says Jackson, Mississippi. But Mississippi is home to me. Yeah, I feel you. And it's home because those are my roots. Mm -hmm. And I've known and have seen Mississippi every single year of my life. You know, I've spent summers there. Um, Maybe it was just one or two, but still, like, I remember that. And I talk to my family every single day. And it just really is a deep connection. Um, Y'all know my mom is from Alabama. So those are roots as well. But we didn't grow up going to Alabama. I've probably been to Butler, which is a very small town, maybe once or twice. Um, But my mom is from Alabama. My dad is actually from Mount Olive, Mississippi, which is an extremely small um, town in Mississippi. But then he moved to Jackson, Mm -hmm. where my sister and I were born. That is home to me. And so a lot. So lately I've been thinking about land and ownership. And, you know, I think I told you before, like, I want land. I want to buy land. For sure. But I want to buy land where I feel where I feel like home is and where I feel grounded. Mm -hmm. And I always think back to Mississippi. So um, a lot of people don't know that actually my great grandfather was a sharecropper in Mount Olive, Mississippi. Yeah. And um, actually, I sometimes carry their photos, my great grandfather, my great grandmother. um, And in order, another way for me to remain connected to home and to my roots is, you know, most like not even most recently, but I always say Melissa L. Jones for a reason. Mm -hmm. My middle name is actually Lavinia. And that was my great grandmother's name. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Growing up, I never used to say Lavinia because I was ashamed. I was like, what does that mean? Like, what? People used to always ask me, like, is that Romanian? Like, I just did not know. And then when I once I came to this place of, you know, just really wanting to identify who I am and Mm -hmm. really wanting to deepen my connection to home. I said I have to, in in a, in a way, to honor my roots and my great grandmother, L. Yeah, Melissa Levine Jones. Every, time. Yeah. every single time. So it, yes, there are a ton of Melissa Joneses out here, and it's a way to you right, know. Right, and I right. am different. Hello, uh-huh. let's just say yes, I do sir. stand out. But it's a way for me to honor my great grandmother, and it's a way for me to still connect back to my roots. And so when I think of just land, I think of where I'm grounded. I think of where my roots come from. And I think of home when I think of like being called back to the land. I think of Mississippi and that's Mm -hmm. just my personal story. Mm -hmm. And people will laugh sometimes and be like, oh, like you weren't raised in Mississippi. That's home. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, Like you will never understand why that feels like home to me. Like you will never understand it. But that is home to me. So, um that's I could do, I could get so much deeper, but like just on a very like basic level, when we talk about land, I always think about the South, mm-hmm. and that's because I have a connection to the South. That's correct. Yeah, so, for sure. 
I want you to take your your turn. I mean, Jay. yeah, for me, I mean, <laughs> as a farmer, yeah, yeah, Jay yeah, is a farmer. Yeah, for for me, um, it's very similar, and I can and and one thing that I can attest to, and I, and and I'm sure that it's um, going to hold true. Um, the more or the, the longer that I'm on this this walk of stewardship, um, and the more I'm surrounded by other individuals that that cultivate land and are you know just around the space, um, it really does it it really does resonate in me like wow like you know it it it, it kind of goes back to that thing like home is where the heart is yes, you know what I'm saying similar exactly. to like what you're speaking to um, and you know for me um, you know it, it it's um, it, uh, you know, like I said, like I was saying, it, it's more of something that kind of is drumming up and, re- and more right. and resonating more in me. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, us being us being, uh, you know, people that are from the Washington, D.C. area for us. You already know what it is. Like people that are from Maryland, like, no, don't say you're from D.C. I mean, I've 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 noticed more along the lines over the last last like year or two. That, that, you know, I tell people, I'm asking people like, yo, where you from? And they're like, oh, I'm from Maryland. I'm like, okay, yeah, you from here. You right. know what I'm saying? So it, it's more of a thing where we came up, you know, in, in the era where it was like, oh, if you're not from D.C., don't claim it or, you know, what have you. Right. But we're coming to a space now where um, oftentimes I feel like, I, and I say it to people all the time, like, I understand how the Native Americans felt. You know what I'm saying? Like... We 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 are slowly declining in the population, and we and our and our numbers are representing are, are becoming so 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 low and so less now that it's um it's like man look if you from Silver Spring man you from here you from Highsville you from here you from Fort Washington you from here you know what I'm saying like forget all of that like we really need to get away from the separatist kind of thing like oh well you know you're not from my block so you're not from here Mm. like but to kind of you know circle back to speaking to the land this is the land this area this city i mean this whole entire country is something that us uh as people of color we cultivated this land we built up a lot of this land i mean and especially in the south you know what i'm saying so for you i can completely understand why you know that is it, it, it 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 becomes more prideful for you and you know it's really becoming a thing mm-hmm. you like nah man like this is where i feel at home right. you know what i'm saying so but you know when, with the south i mean it's <clears throat> excuse me the south represents 54 percent. i was I either read something or heard something 54 percent of african-americans that are in the country are in the south mm. so you know what i mean so i can completely understand that when you when you're saying that but as far as me like the more and more I cultivate land, like, and people are looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, I, I put my hands in dirt in different places, you know what I'm saying? But it's a certain type of feeling when you're doing it in an area that you're native to, an area that you are, right. you know what I mean, you grew up in or you have roots in. So, like, by doing so, a lot of times people are like, oh, man, here we go. Here go promo on this back to Africa shit. Like, <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> Like, I mean, you can feel that. Like, you can feel the it energy. It is back to Africa. How yeah, about that? Hello. Yeah, So, like, you know, you can feel that energy. You can feel the ancestors resonating in you when you do that and stuff like that. So, oftentimes, we may be from somewhere we, we have no connection to at all, but we have that feeling. And, you know, with that, it's energies and, you know, ancestors working and things like that. So, that kind of brings it up in you, like. Would you you agree that land and identity go hand in hand? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, um, 
I mean, and, and yeah, I don't want to start it off like kind of going all the way in, but you can go all the yeah, way nah, in. Yeah, no, you already know it's me, so I'm gonna have to. <laughs> um, but I mean, the reason why, the reason why, you know, over over the over the years that you know things have transpired, and you know, black people have been here in the country, and you know, people of color have been here in the country. The reason why the land is so important is because. You can do whatever you need to, whatever you want to, whatever your your community decides to with land. You know what I'm saying? And you look at like a lot of the stuff that's going on in the city now and in the areas around the city, people are getting taxed out of the area yeah. because they're literally taxing people. I mean, you can all the house is paid for and everything like that. Grandma done had the house for 50, 60 years. Auntie done had the house for 20, 30 years. But we're getting taxed out. And the reason why is because they understand the importance of the land. You know what I'm saying? Whereas us, we rather just claim the block or the building or the street right. or the, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's deeper than, it's deeper than the, than the, than the, than the stuff that they've kind of brought us up to like claim. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, most definitely like, um, I, I saw, I saw a meme the other day and it was, it was, it was crazy because it was uh, a young, it was a, uh, the Wednesday Adams. She had the, the, the Native American Joan on and mm-hmm. it was just talking about like, me uh running around to all my friends like trying to get a piece of land you know what i'm saying like us coming together and things like that and it's something that i think is is definitely attainable um i feel like a lot of the times you know we we're more like keeping up with the joneses no hello yeah you know what i'm saying not Not not, this yeah not not the one to my left hello (laughs) um but um for us, it's more of the materialistic things and things like that because we are so removed from the land. So we don't really understand the importance of land ownership or stewardship or cultivating the land or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So I feel like the more and more we have the opportunity to get on these soapboxes and, you know, go to these conferences and, you know, podcasts and, you know, writing and different things like that, it, it, it affords us the opportunity to really be able to get the message out there like this is real, this is it's coming and you know, we really need to put our foot down and put a stake in the ground like nah, this is us right here. Right. You Ex- know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. Now I guess so and the reason why I bring up identity is because I feel like first of all, I think identity is, is one of the one of the, the issues um, in this world that contributes to mental health mm-hmm. in so many ways because we don't know who we are That's correct. individually and we haven't been called back to that place to home. And I mean, I don't know everything, Jeremy, but I just feel like agriculture is that that space in mm-hmm. that place where you can absolutely know, learn who you are as a person and meet yourself in the mirror and say, Oh my goodness. Yep. Like, and connect back with yourself. I don't know that I've been in any other capacity where that has happened. Mm-mm. And, 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 and I mean, not to, you know, take, take away from your thought. That's why, that's why we see big tech getting into, um, the agriculture space. That's why we see, um, you know, a lot of tech coming into the space because it's more of the the times and the era that we're in. You know what I mean? It's people 
even further removing themselves from their processes. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, I got, I, I've been seeing on social media, they have this thing. It's, I don't even know what it's called, but it's basically like a robot that farms for you. You set, you set it up and it's really, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Like oh it's, it's, gosh. it's crazy, crazy, crazy. And like I said, I haven't even looked into it or anything like that. And I mean, it's nonsense thing. to me. I but. have, I do. I have an appreciation for technology. I mean, we have to, we have to, we don't, we just really don't have a choice for those who say that we do have a choice. When it comes to tech, I I kind of disagree. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have a choice yeah, yeah. of whether or not you want to use it or not, maybe. But I have an appreciation for, for technology. Most definitely. Um, but wow, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, no, that joint's crazy. Before we get out of, I mean, after we get out of, I'll show you that joint. But, oh um, my goodness. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's what I mean. Like that's the that's that's the part that's kind of scary. It's almost like on some Terminator type shit. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, we we're opening up, we're opening up our survival to machinery to technology to i can be in california and if i'm growing microgreens in my house in 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 hasville i can just log in look at the camera make sure everything is good make sure everything is watered and i can still do my thing so for me being a person that cultivates and grows and things like that it definitely does afford you the ability to be able to um you know still run and still do your thing and stuff like that it's the convenience over um, actually taking yourself outside of your process. So getting away from that energy exchange that you have with your plants and things like that. And a lot of people, um, they don't understand it until they get into it. You know, you look at you almost like, you you know, like I say, oftentimes they're like, man, you crazy. Like you weird. Like, no, I'm not at all. Like if anything, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like, yeah, no, like I understand and I'm woke. Like, you I woke. hate to use that word, you, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but you're right, you woke. Yeah, but it's like, man, you you don't understand, man. Like, you you ambient out, bro. Like, you Oof. know what I mean? So, like, it's crazy. Uh, this is Melissa L. Jones here with the Edible Activist Podcast and broadcasting live from the Lobby of the Line, D.C. here on Full Service Radio. I have my awesome guest co-host, Jay. Hey, hey. Farmer J, hey, hey. Ninja, Ninja Farmer J, hey, well, Farmer man. Ninja J, yeah, all of them, whatever. AKA Veggie Promo J. Yeah, all of me. I got that lettuce <laughs> for you, food. And we're just reflecting. Well, we we're sharing our reflections. Mm-hmm. Um, as I stated before, if you guys um, joined us at the very beginning, we were shoulder to shoulder at, a, at two conferences within the last few weeks and have just been taking in a lot of information around food and farming and agriculture and, and land has just been a, a very significant topic mm-hmm. and just really sharing our thoughts on what we feel like the, what land means to us yeah, you know for, sure. for me it's a sense of home most definitely and um you know it's i when i had gail taylor in the studio um who is the founder of three point harmony farm mm-hmm. um in northeast dc shout out to three point harmony they are amazing yes, they are. get your csa all, all right Wow. Well, you might be able to get now. I don't know. But just go to their website. Right. Learn norm, Get some more information. Um, but I asked Gail, um, I, asked, I said, Gail, what does land liberation mean to you? And I asked her that question because, as you know, I had an event here mm-hmm. some months ago around on land liberation. Right, and we had Dominic um, Hozak come in, who's awesome. And um, Gail was in attendance. So I just wanted her take. And, um, you know, she... She 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 definitely fed us. She definitely it, yeah, fed us. Sure. And one thing that she said, she definitely she imagines the land not being controlled by deeds and laws and everyone being able to cultivate the land, everyone, you know, being in stewardship and, you know, just being able to live off the land and um, but not defined mm-hmm. by 
the laws. That's correct. The bureaucracy. That's correct. Institutions that have been built years and years and years ago that are just stu- like mm-hmm. none of that in the real world. That's right. right. That's right. And so I've thought a lot. It just really makes me think about owning like I understand, okay, owning a piece of land, right? Like you, you make a transaction, like boom, you, I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they do it off of, you get a loan, work, mm-hmm. I don't know how that all works, but that's okay. You own the land or you're, you're paying to own the land. That's essentially. Correct. That's correct. For me, you don't really own it. And so you didn't pay it all it's your a money. Hustle. That's just, it's a it's, hustle. Exactly. So, but it just, and then I've, I've heard other conversations about, you know, we really, like no one really should be owning the land because we should just land. It's just, it's land. Mm-hmm. We should be. Um, we sh- we are we should be part of the land. It's That's not right. anything that should be owned, and just just digesting this all. It just really not that it's a sh- it's it's a struggle, but like I understand I understand like mm-hmm. both sides mm-hmm. land ownership, but like no, like we really shouldn't be owning it. It should just be something that people don't have to own because it's land. That's correct. And, and, that, and, like- and for me, and for me, one one thing, one thing that 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 hit with me early in this in my whole process and my whole walk was like, at the end of the day, by us being people of color, it's at it's at a disadvantage to us because we are looking for justice on stolen land. You know what I'm stolen. saying? It's stolen. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like if you're not a Native American, you know what I mean, or you know what I mean. It, 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 don't speak to me about this is mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, your great grandpappy roughed this joint. Like, come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And then used our people to get the land together and cultivate it and stuff like that. So don't talk to me about this is mine. You know what I mean? Like, that's weird to me. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's not weird. I understand it. Right. I I mean, I yeah. understand the, the 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 corrupt, you know, wickedness behind it. But at the same time, similar to like kind of what you're speaking to, at the end of the day. Um, one thing that one thing that's always uh, fueled me, and I was blessed enough to be able to be given this gem by by one of the OGs, um, that at the end of the day, like I'm on a walk of stewardship, like I'm a steward of the earth, um, and with that, it comes a lot of power. And oftentimes, with power and money and things like that, that are you know tangible where people can see, or you know, or it's just a, a, a you know a blank statement of understanding, like. Um, a lot of people allow that to corrupt them. You know what I mean? So like land ownership is the kind of thing like, oh, okay, well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm this because I own this. Like, show me how you own this. Like, yeah, you own a house or whatever, but how are you cultivating that land? Like right. you have a house and you have what you're doing and stuff like that, but you gra- you're dropping grass seed on it. And, or you, how are you, how are you enhancing the soil? How are you building? I mean, but, and like I said, it's kind of, goes more to like the nerdy scientific of understanding soil and soil health and how that, you know, benefits us and right. in a way of, you know, providing benefits food. the environment. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, 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 it's it's one and the same when you come when you when you have a little bit better understanding um, versus people who just like, man, yeah, I'm about to buy a house. I'm about to buy some land. I'm about to do this. You know what I mean? It's it's more of a thing like, you know, in the perfect world, you know, it, it, it could be like that, you know, what I mean, where there's not necessarily an ownership thing. It's more of a like, all right, this is this is this is where I'm at with it. Right. That's where you at with it. Like, but that's not the world we live in. There you go. But man, God willing, man, one day it will be, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, oftentimes with that, um, 
you know, it's stuff. It, it, it's good and bad. You know what I mean? You can you you can have a system like that, and I don't want to de- delve too deep into it, but you know, in a system like that where you know there's not really set laws or rules or things like that, it's going to be like that, and and you know, across the board. You know, I, I can do whatever I want to do, type. But at the same time, like it's going to take a consciousness a consciousness break for people to 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 kind of like strip down a lot of the old or a lot of the this is set consciousness break yeah 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 so for me man like it's it's very important to understand like with land ownership um how you how you are using that land to benefit not just yourself but also people around you instead of like putting up a big fence like don't come over here and because we're territorial there you go we're territorial there you go but at the same time you want to keep that peace of mind and understand like, all right, this is me and my home. But at the same time, like, you know, use that use that land and that land ownership to benefit those around you. People that look like you, people that don't look like you or what have you. But at the same time, you have to, uh, you know, you got to cultivate the land. You know what I mean? Cultivate the land, y'all. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. Uh-huh. You're listening to Perfect Day, produced by Artists Authentic. For more of Authentic's work, visit allornothingstudios.com. All right, y'all. Peace. Welcome back. This is Melissa L. Jones here with the Edible Activist Podcast, broadcasting live from the lobby of the line, D.C., here on Full Service Radio, joined by my guest co-host for today, Jay. Hey, hey, what's Terry. happening? What's happening? What's happening? I know your name is Jeremy. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever you call, you call me, as long sure. as you call me, that's fine. If you see him on the street, it's veggie promo. How long? Okay. <laughs> Just make sure you come with peace and blessings. Come that's with all. peace and blessings, please. Call me, but yeah, say what's up and yeah. Good vibes only. Yeah, let's fellowship. Jay, thank you for being in the studio with me today. You already know. I can talk by myself. I can't do that. I got to be in here with people. Okay? <laughs> but I wanted to, if you're just joining, um, at the very beginning of the show, I you know just talked about the fact that we really don't get to share reflections. Like I'm, I'm in the studio every single week just about talking to some really amazing people doing great things. And I am soaking in their words like we have brilliance that comes through the studio man like it's it's ridiculous um and sometimes I just don't have time to I don't make the time let's say I don't have time because we have time I don't make enough time to just reflect so Mm -hmm. the last couple weeks Jeremy and myself have literally been shoulder to shoulder at Mm -hmm. like two conferences um around food and agriculture and just have been soaking in um just wonderful words, wisdom, truth, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> of for all real. things, for real. truth, Big okay? And, um, and we've had some time to reflect and just wanted to share our thoughts, our thoughts only. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've just been here just vibing out. And so we started the show just talking about like land and what it meant to me personally and what it means to Jay mm-hmm. and um, talking about territories and identity and 
Um, it's a lot. There's so much. There's so much that can be said yeah, around real. land, and I'm choosing the word land because it's it's not even really choosing. It's just been coming up. It's mm-hmm. just it's so significant to what's happening in our world today. And and again, us as Black folks, we're affected by all the systems, you know. And land ownership is a very big one because mm-hmm. we are being booted from our territory. So this idea of of ownership and being stewards of the land and cultivating the space that you're in, um, and so and it's personal. It really it, mm-hmm. it's it's personal. Mm-hmm. It's personal. So I just wanted to share my thoughts. So um, what I do want to get into. Um, and, and touch on is that Jeremy and I attended the Black and Urban Farmers Gardeners Conference, aka Bugs, yes. in New York City a couple weekends ago. And I have to admit, I have never, not that I can remember, but I don't think I've ever been in a space filled with um, Black folks and, and talking about food and art. Like, I have not. Me either. And that was... Uh, one of the reasons why yeah. I started my platform, because I was going to stuff here and right. I was just like, oh, I'm the only black person yes, in the right. room. That's what right. the heck? And so I'm just going to set the scene for y'all because we were in an auditorium mm-hmm. full of black excellence. That's correct. I mean, I walked in imita- intimidated. OK, yeah. that's why I don't know everything. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm just going to be a fly on the wall uh-huh. <laughs> soaking these conversations. But so we had academics, academia, mm-hmm. scholars, authors. There was a rocket scientist in yeah. there who actually happens to be a pit master, yeah. writers, people, everything. elders, filmmakers, artists, farmers, landowners, chefs mm-hmm. from the Gullah Geechee. Yes. Oh my God, folks from Mississippi. I, I met two farmers in Mississippi nice. that Baba Malik introduced yes, me to. Yes. Baba Malik from to Detroit him. was That's there, D Town. We had Philly in the house, California in the house, Portland. Oh my goodness. Portland, yeah, West Wisconsin, yeah, a bunch of people. Minnesota, it was a rack of people. It was people. a Baltimore. Yeah. We were up in there. Yeah, we were. We, we were. We, we were. were up in there, and the the opening was just dynamic. Okay, because we had um, Ashante Reese, mm-hmm. who's the author of Black Food Geographics, which these are books that I'm shouting out that you guys need to get if you want to. You really want to learn about race, food, identity. You know, white, black, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you really need to get these books. So, no Ashan- cut cards. No cut either. cards. No cut cards. I'm telling you, these are truth tellers. So, Ashante Reese, um, author of the Black Food Ge- Geographics, a book I still need to read. It's on my list. Race, Food, Access, and Self-Reliance. We had Dr. Monica White, mm-hmm. who is the author of Freedom Farmers, a book that I'm currently reading right now. And she's, she's sweet as pie. I love her. Uh, we had Leah Penniman, y'all. Shout out to her. Shout out to sis, man. Hey. Soul Fire Farm author of farming while black truth teller man like truth they say teller. goals right <laughs> seriously and then we had baba rashid nori who i've never met before but i did I, I made it a point to speak with him who is the ceo and president of truly living well in georgia mm-hmm. and so they were the opening um keynoters and i just pulled so much from them and i'm just gonna pick out a couple things that was that was said that i thought was very everything that was said was was significant but so things true. that stood out to me um you know, Ashanti talked a lot about the language of the land and extraction. And I'm telling y'all, it goes deeper than the everyday conversations that we have here at the studio. There's like some real like they just breaking down the actual systems that are that affect black and brown people when it comes to food, when it comes to the, the even the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. Like there is language that these that our brilliant black folks are breaking down 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, can you say that again? Yeah, for can you real. say that again? Yeah. Can you please say that again? Um, I was just even inspired by Dr. White's story by, you know, she's from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember exactly where she was at this time, but um, she was in a place where she couldn't freaking find sparkling water. That's correct. She would, she would go to the hood stores, the corner yeah. store. She was like, there's no sparkling water over there, but I'm on the other side of town and you got sparkling. Like, just that. Right. right. Yeah, no. This, yeah. She's a professor. And I mean, like, just brilliance. Just, just it, please, Freedom Farmer. She's the author of that. Um, Leah Penniman. I mean, what, yeah. what, what, do, what, what do we say? What, what can what, we say? What, you know what I mean? What she did say, though, in her words, in the work that she does, this is an assignment from the earth and her ancestors, mm-hmm. the work that she's doing now. She said, whatever assignments that our ancestor get, gives us, they will give us the strength to do. Mm-hmm. Every day, Jeremy, I'm like, God, give me the strength yes. to do my work. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. give me the strength. I know that I was called to do this, but give me the strength to do this work. And then Baba Rashid Nuri, um, he told folks, he said, learn everything about food from the sea to the table. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Yep. Straight up. And so um, I just thought it was a really great way to start out the conference mm-hmm. with the four of them. And back to what you were, I think this is very relevant, something that um, Ashanti said, um, which I think is Dr. Reese, actually. I believe she's a professor, so forgive me. Right. Um, she says capitalism steals our imaginations. No, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. I mean, I mean, I mean, and, and not to, not to, 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 no. to, to, to you know, to, uh, to get you off your, where you're at with no, it. No, go for um, it. For, excuse me for me it was very very similar to like the energy and the, just the just the spirit and everything that kind of got in me at that conference yeah. like for me actually you know because um, i walked in i was like whoa yeah no it was a beautiful <laughs> thing like you know what i mean like and um you know it it, it 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 for me it was very very reaffirming um because what 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 i kept hearing um, and it really spoke to me the most was our work is very isolating. You know what I mean? Like our work mm-hmm. is very, very isolating. I mean, we are so focused in on, you know, cultivating and maintaining and marketing. And I mean, it. you know, people that are entrepreneurs, they have what they have going on and, you know, creating product and things like that. But when you're actually starting from seed or, you know, something like that. It's nurturing. It's almost, I mean, not to, not to mince words. It's almost like, all right, I'm raising a kid. I'm raising kids, thousands and thousands of kids, you know, taking them through the process. And, you know, however long the process is, whether it's a week or 120 days, I'm taking them through that process of, through maturity. And then I still have to do the entrepreneurial stuff behind that. You know what I mean? So, again, for us, it's very, very, it was very, very dope for me to network and, and get a lot of the contacts that I got. Because, um, you know, everybody, you know, speaks to the isolation in what we do. You know what I mean? Like, we really focus in. It's a spiritual bond um, that we have with our, you know, products and things like that. So, oftentimes, people don't really understand that. And it just looks like, oh, yeah, you grow tomatoes. And it's easy to sell a tomato. You just sell it. Like, no, nah, man. Like, you know what I mean? You Way got, more to it. Yeah. From so, a non-tomato grower. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, you know, for me, for me, uh, you know, just pe- a lot of people speak into the isolation um, in, in, you know, the full, you know, gamut of what we do. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing for me to hear. And it was very, very encouraging for me to hear a lot of challenges that, yes. that, that, you know, myself, my brother LeVan, you know, a lot of, a lot of the brothers and sisters here in the area that we kind of deal with, um, 
in our walk, you know what I mean? But just to hear that that's not an isolated thing, um, that it's something that's going on with everybody that's doing this and then still combating systematic things and, you know, being, you know, of color. And I mean, yeah. it, 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 you know, again, like I said, Leah we could said, be here for hours. Leah said to get free, we need to be able to free ourselves. That's correct. That's correct. And and, and with freedom comes, um, you know, like I said, getting back to the roots. You know what I mean? Like oftentimes, oftentimes people don't understand you know, kind of my mentality or, you know, where where I am with it. But, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time, like, I feel like a free, like, I feel like I got off the plantation and then I got the good word. And now I'm trying to come back and tell people like, mm. yo, look, this is all we got to do. You know what I mean? And mm. it almost, you know, it, it, it makes you look like, or oftentimes people's perception is like, man, this nigga's crazy. Like, mm. nah, dog, like, nah. For real, like you, you know, better, what I mean? you better get you better get with me. It's freedom. Get left behind, yeah, right? Yeah. I there's there's still some more friend with within Melly Mel that needs. It's to, all to of happen. us. That's all of it's, us. It That's is. all of us. And I know, um, my, I don't know if my mom's listening right now. She typically does, shout out mom. Shout out mom. But um, I want to go to Mount Olive, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And I want to touch the ground. You have to. The next time you're down there, man. That's even. when I feel like I would be a little bit more free. Yeah. I want to go to Butler, Alabama, where my mother mm-hmm. was born and raised. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over to that small little church where they got all the, the graveyards. to right, sit right. right. Like, I, I want to, because Butler, I'm telling you, is the size of a pea. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to get grounded. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know? For and sure. until I'm able to just ground myself on that land, I feel like that is more that that's the process for me to getting free yeah you know part of the process um but you would appreciate what baba rashid says he said the future of farms is small farms and urban, uh, urban agriculture in the city that's correct because and i totally believe that yeah. but folks are saying the complete opposite mm-hmm. because here's the thing and here's the thing i feel like it's not even like i feel like you know we have the vast majority of this world who looks at looks at things from like this very macro that's view. correct that's how correct. are we going to feed billions Mm -hmm. of people Mm -hmm. you know well it's like hell we got a town of like seventy five thousand in ward eight or you know maybe 80 something thousand in another town over like no how are we going to feed that community it's going to be done through urban farming farming in the city straight up when disaster strikes when shit hits the fan Mm -hmm. when grocery stores shut down Mm mm-hmm but I got, you know, Jay over here who's growing microgreens and Van who's growing, ca- like, right. yeah, come for on sure. now. For sure. And, and, and uh, you know, like I said, that, that's where the freedom comes into play. Like, yes, um, yes. And for me, you know, again, like I said, it, it's almost like, yeah, man, I got the golden ticket, man. Y'all trying to go to the, to the chocolate factory, like, you know what I mean? No pun, but you I know what I mean? the golden ticket. Yeah, really. It, 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 it's, it's, it's very, very interesting because those small farms and things like that equate to like say for example you got one yard all right cool it's whatever you know 50 by 50 space or 20 by 20 space or a window or a kitchen rack in your house or you know what have you you're building up um a landmass by doing that and the more and more people that um those of us that are able to encourage people um to get into it you know then you really do see how easy it, it is because a seed by nature's, I mean, you know, it's, the, it's a seed. There you it's go. Small. Like it's going to grow. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you don't have to, um, 
well, you do. I mean, with certain types of things, but oftentimes by nature, the only thing you're doing is putting yourself into God's process or the mm. universe's process. You know you're what I mean? You're feeding it. There you you're go. You're feeding the seed. There you Just go. The That's it. the same way we feed ourselves. There you go. Same thing. Same thing. Same it's thing. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more and more people that we're able to actually encourage to do that. That's why, to be honest with you, like, uh, as of late, it's just been it's, it's been hitting home even more now for me when and especially with, with the sisters. You know what I mean? Sisters love houseplants. You know what I mean? They love them. They love them. They love them. But I'm like, you know, I ask I ask sisters all the time, like, you know, do you grow anything? I, I kill it all the time. I'm like all the time. That used yeah, to be me. Don't give me yeah, no plant. I'm going to kill it. Yeah. Not, not intentionally. And P.S. My mother says that she is listening. FYI. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, but 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 people but but oftentimes people don't understand about like manifestation and like speaking yes, into speaking. Yeah. Speaking into existence. What's going on? So like if you continue to keep saying every time I get a plant. And I kill it. I mean, you already. You are absolutely right. Yeah. And if we are about mind, body, and soul, and we talk about soul, which is your will, your emotions, mm-hmm. and what you think, like if if you keep yeah. saying you kill a plant, you won't kill That's the plant. Correct. That's correct. You know what I mean? And I mean, for me, I got into it like. I didn't say I always killed anything because I never grew anything, period. I mean, outside of like, you know, you in elementary school and you get the little milk carton and you drop mm-hmm. the, you know, pea, and, pea seed in it or whatever, right. you know, quick cropping. Outside of that, I've never done anything like this, you know what I mean? But the more and more I've been into it, the more and more I research, the more and more I actually have skin in the game with the process, you you pick up on stuff, you know what I mean? And you like, I, once, I, once I have the opportunity to kind of sit down and talk to people, a lot of that stuff that we learned in school and stuff, you're like, oh, right. That was what they right. were. Right. So, I swear, it hits you. It hits you. When mm-hmm. you get, when you, I, I'm, what I just, I'm 37, so I forget. Is that what happens when you get older, you forget your age? That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> like, a lot of the quotes and just stuff from before that I would hear, I'm like, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is so resonating yep. now. This yep. is so resonating. Um, but anyway, not to cut you oh, off, no, yeah, we just we have did. a few more yeah. moments, but Bugs was awesome. I feel like we probably need to do a part two of this because I'm not even getting through half of what right. I even want to for talk sure, about. For but, sure. So we had those amazing keynoters, okay? Jeremy, Jeremy and myself, we also attended a session um, with a sister. Um, her name was Atieno um, from mm-hmm, Detroit. Correct. And she showed us a, a documentary called Side Lots, mm-hmm. which is amazing. I don't think if you Google it, you're not going to be able to find it because she's, you got to, you know, yeah. she's part of events. Yeah. You got to pay to see this as you should support yeah. the sister. Um, but she's out in Detroit. And I was just really, I actually knew about Side Lots because uh, Atieno is someone who I actually interviewed when I was in Detroit okay, last year. Right, so I right, met right. her before went to her house um and at the end when they were talking about how welcoming detroit is Mm -hmm. they are really like that that like that is no lie but just a really interesting documentary of a a story of actually i posted about this yesterday really a story of like pain and separation and love and a connection back to the land you know there's a quirky lambic system in detroit Mm -hmm. right and her and her partner were trying to acquire the lot across from them and they couldn't Mm-hmm. They had so many issues and they were being, being turned around. Mind you, you got corporations, oh, yeah. you got people coming into Detroit, buying up homes and land and all that other stuff. And it's just like, what the hell? Um, but that was a really that, that was a really um, a really great session that we sat in on. And, you know, she said that she wanted to share stories that you typically wouldn't hear in the city. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, but towards the end, um, the culinary um panel right. with um 
BJ Dennis um, from the, is it the Gullah Geechee, the yeah, island, yeah, Gullah Geechee yeah, 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 Island, the, Indian, yeah, the chef, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved Good hearing brother, him talk. Yeah. Omar Tate of Honeysuckle, Therese Nelson, um, Nadine Nelson, and then Dr. Howard Conyers, who actually is the, um, he's the rocket scientist and yes. the pit master yeah, yeah, from, yeah. I believe, North Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Yeah, South Carolina, I think it was. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like, I really enjoyed that conversation, that panel, because it really just showed the importance of chefs really making that connection to agriculture and pulling you into that conversations. And we don't do enough of that. Nope. We do not do enough of that. And it is really my belief that if we had enough black restaurants and I'm, I'm not putting the pressure on black restaurants. I'm, this is just in, no, in a you're perfect speaking world. Of what it is. But like if we had black, black restaurants really supporting black agriculture. Yep. It man, wouldn't be no problem. I mean, on. I mean, it's, it's, it's you talk about a way to support one another. It's so self-sustaining. And like I Ugh. said, it, it's, it's so self-sustaining. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's outside of the, the norm, the norm of thinking or, you know, what have you. But I mean, people don't realize like. The food has to get prepared. The food we grow has to get prepared. You know what I mean? And, you know, those of us that farm that may not cook or what have you, you know what I mean? That, that's not me. But, you know, there are there are people who, like I said, aren't versed in the culinary. Well, you know, they, they just grow the stuff. You know what right. I mean? So oftentimes it, it, that kind of gets lost in translation. And like I said, just that hustle of, look, I got product. I got to get rid of it. You know what I mean? And then the people who have restaurants. Your business is food, you know yeah. what I mean? But when you're going to these big, these big box retailers, you know what I mean, without even naming them and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's like, I already know. Like, when I go to certain events, I just can see the, the produce and I can see and I already know where you got it from. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. I'm versed enough to know, like, I ain't, you know, like... <laughs> I can dig it, like yeah. I, I mean, you it's know, it, you be knowing. Yeah, it's much, it's much appreciated. You know, seasoned up and all. I mean, it's beautiful. It's great food and all that kind of stuff. But you know, when you when you can kind of pull yourself back from that and then see, like, there are people that look like me that have been through a lot of the same things I have, or you know, and oftentimes in been through more than I've been through. You know, um, that can provide me a better product. Uh, you know, naturally grown, you know what I mean? Right. We, I mean, we're, we're coming on, on a farming, on a farming sense, we're coming into an age now where organic is kind of watered down. It's kind of, you know what I mean? It's a, it's, it's a buzzword. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's more about your processes. It's more about like no till and like understanding like soil biology and like enhancing the land and how that improves your product. But, you know, like I said, getting back to, you know, what you were saying as far as like uh, black restaurants supporting that, it's a self-sustaining thing that stuff like that or, you know, processes like that where we can come together as growers and, you know, restaurateurs and things like that that are of color, you know what I mean, and we can support each other by doing that. I mean, you could have you you could you could have a restaurant, you could be killing it, you know, you know, making the news, doing I mean, just completely killing it, you know what I mean? But then you're not supporting the people that look like you that grow this product and now you're outsourcing your money, whereas opposed to in you know, being more of a self sustained kind of thing where we're supporting each other. If you got a restaurant and I tell this to people all the time and it trips people out. You know, whether it be like catering businesses or juice companies or, you know, whatever, just small business people. I come to them with seed catalogs and I say, look, go through this and tell me what you want to grow. Tell me what you want to play with. You know what I mean? We'll get, we get the seeds. The seeds aren't that expensive. Tell me what you want to play with. There you go. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and it trips people. I like 
for real? Like, it's like, yeah, man, like, just this, tell me what you want to mess with, and then we can get it together. You know what? There, first of all, I, we really do have to go. Um, but ugh, you're so right. You're so right. And I know it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. but then sometimes it isn't. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just doing. It's, you just it's have just to do doing it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I know there's a lot of complexities to operating a restaurant and mm-hmm. so I understand that the labor is crazy expensive, but mm-hmm. to me, it's just so much worth it. But anyway, I'm not a restaurateur. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 No I, shade I can't to speak that. To a lot. No shade. I can't speak to everyone. But anywho, um, there was a lot more to the conference. Yeah. I mean, there were so many other great speakers. Again, um, Jay and I have just been really um, digesting a lot of information and. I, again, I consider you a man of thought, ah, man you, of perspective, so I just appreciate having you in here. Most definitely. Um, definitely have to give credit to Reverend Dr. Heber Brown, who man. actually was the closing, and man. I'm mad because I had to get back to D.C. Yeah, I had to run yeah, out of there, yeah. but he is the founder of the Black Church Food Security Network, who I would love to have on this show. We've already been in talks. Good stuff. Amazing Good stuff. brother. I love what he's doing. Um, but before I end, because I know I'm over time, and Alexa's probably like, clicking her watch over there. Um, My show really is a reminder. My platform is a reminder of what I do and why I do. There's so many levels and layers to all of this, you know, this, this agriculture and Mm -hmm. food and and justice and activism. Um, But I always want to relay information that everyday people can pick up and understand you don't wake up and say oh i want to connect to the land you Mm -hmm. don't wake up and say oh i want to be a farmer their stories start out differently look at mine my story started off because my mom you know had an allergic reaction to gluten and then i just started learning learning about food so it really is going to take ground level people like myself and you and Mm -hmm. others you know to have these everyday conversations because we're not on 10 with some of these other amazing brilliant excellent we're not i'm not even up there i'm not even striving to be up there right now you know i just want to have everyday conversations Mm -hmm. and have people understand it on a basic level and then maybe hopefully we can call them back to a land call them back to the land you know maybe hopefully bring them into a space of you know really wanting be wanting to self-identify and really Mm -hmm. know who they are as a person you know know their lineage understand their roots so there's so much work that needs to be done but anyway we gotta go thank you player all right, thank you. And, 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 and not to, not to like a, make us run over anymore. The one thing I want to leave people with is this. The one thing that I picked up on at the conference, and I've made sure that I've been, you know, steadfast with doing it, research George Washington Carver. Carver, yes. I was, I mean, like, to be honest with y'all, I was I've been so enlightened with with his walk and his story and all of that kind of stuff. And we just know him He's as the inspired. peanut man. You know what I mean? He's but more than a peanut. man. Like I said, man, hopefully we could come back and, and, and have. Will. Yeah. Yeah. Finish this conversation. But like I said, man, George Washington Carver is like my new hero. Yes, You know what I mean? Straight up. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. All right. Peace, y'all. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We are here live on Full Service Radio every Wednesday at 11 a.m., where you can catch today's episode on fullserviceradio.org, as well as iTunes and Spotify. Be sure to follow me at Food Talks in Color on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Are you an edible activist? Sure you are. Come join me on the show. I would love to feature you. Just shoot me a DM on the gram. Peace and blessings all. And remember, there is no culture without agriculture. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. 
Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash full service radio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.